Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, Bob Stapleton here. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that humor, play, and just downright having fun are a key part of what we do in our podcast. So today, we explore the benefits and yes, the power of play and humor. What's going on? Why do we see more organizations declare humor as a value? Why do we see leaders who take themselves less seriously as connecting better with people and putting them at ease? So today we discuss why humor and play softens the system, loosens thinking, and helps people connect. Uh, We talk about the power of humor to take the edge off big fat mistakes and failure. And we talk about the power of Nerf balls, fun play, and goofy meeting warm-ups. So let's get started. Come in, grab a snack, prepare to laugh and have fun. Welcome. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce. You have your coffee? You know, I finished my coffee. I'm now reduced to seltzer water, but it is a snack. (laughs) I'm reduced to kombucha. Do you like it? Aren't you something? I don't. I love it. Really? And I feel so self-righteous when I have it. And this is organic, unpasteurized, raw kombucha. You know, it, it, this is an example of where we're in the infancy of our podcast, because we could have just sold that as a sponsor. <laughs> this, this podcast is brought to you by... Kombucha, <laughs> energy for change. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even we don't even say hey people we want to support you in your change efforts call us <laughs> we want to work with you we don't even say that no, we, no i'm saying it we want to work with people who want to do outrageously strong bold work and not and without being so disruptive that you get killed okay there <laughs> that's the ad i am complete you know, it is true. You, you do walk a very narrow line. And I once asked the CEO, I said, how often did I come close to getting killed? You know, organizationally ignored because I'm crazy. Yeah. And he said, you came close, but you always caught it in time. And I didn't ask for more. I didn't want to hear more. <laughs> 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 you, you you didn't recognize to that point that you're right on the edge, ready to. That's right. Asking right the question was on the edge. Ah. <laughs> um, so uh, I think it was was whose idea was it to talk about humor? Well, you you brought it up a couple oh. episodes ago, and you were very uh, absolute, saying we that's a great topic. We're going to do that. Ah, and I, said, I just okay. saw your fist. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. Uh, If I think about our brand, the Bob and Joyce uh, Talk HROD brand, uh we were pretty adamant about having lightness and humor. (laughs) Yeah, and laughter. So why do you think we did that? Oh, and play. And play. Play. I could really talk about uh, that and, and where I've used play in many ways, it softens the system. It, there's an OD term. Um, it makes people real. It loosens the brain. It does wonderful things for endorphins. And I don't know how people work without it. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a son who was in a company for a while with no sense of humor. And, and he said, that's why he left. 
<laughs> he said he couldn't stand it. He'd come in like the class clown. <laughs> he said, I yeah. looked like an idiot. And he said, if I'd had people of like mind, we would have been rolling on the floor. But, and you know, I think in the um, vision of the delays group, Pierre put that. Yeah. Yeah. So it loosens thinking. It makes connections with humans. It shows absurdity. It actually it's kind of a, you have to be smart to have a certain kind of funny. But also, ridiculously funny things happen. Like, I think somebody brought a cow in to pay their bill. I mean, in, uh, <laughs> and I think we won't share our any price, price gun <laughs> episode. Yeah. So um, it should be your human, too, and that you connect uh, so that Well, oh gosh, I'm thinking about when Benefit sent, sent out an announcement across the whole company. You mean the uh, announcement that everyone that has insurance, which is about everyone, read? Right. And nobody, nobody reads them anyway. And I'm going to tell you why. The F in Benefits had been changed to a T by mistake. It was the headline. So it read Benefits. Yes, I remember. <laughs> and we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and we got one phone call from you know, the whole company. And and if I think about our CEO at the time, uh, I think humor and lightness uh, was a part of what made him a great leader. How many CEOs, having seen that happen, would have lost their stuff? Well, at that point, we had one that we thought might. He was very picky about writing and memos, oh, yeah. and people spent a lot of time rewriting memos. No. no. <laughs> yeah, and maybe we were just lucky, but mistakes always turned into a lot of laughter. And, um, and also, I'm thinking of a leadership college I ran where I won't go into the whole design, but at the end, global leaders, about 12, high potential, would have to present to the uh, EC, to the executive committee, and they would get really scared. I mean, no, really no. scared uh, in that moment. And they, the, uh, the caveat was, too, they had to present it in such a style that the executive committee could understand how their thought processes emerged. Like, how did they get to this finished product? And I had a room full of people frozen. Think of stage fright that you couldn't shake off. Joyce, I have cotton mouth just listening to you. Oh, my God. They were frozen. And they were just in the end. It was the morning of the afternoon that the EC was going to come. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I have an example of how I think humor can be the X factor in the impact uh, and uh, uh, the, the cornerstone of what makes a leader great. Um, I interviewed a woman, Musetta, whose father was Admiral Zumwalt, who was the head of the Navy during Vietnam and went on to be the Admiral of all Navy and then ultimately serving presidents. And I thought it would be interesting to interview her because she was doing a lot of archiving and working on her father's and mother's life to get at the essence of who this leader was. 
And in our conversation, you could check off all, you know, attentiveness to detail, yeah. great communicator. When we got to the, the real distinguishing aspect of his leadership, it was that he didn't take himself so seriously. Mm-hmm. He had a lightness and could bring humor into just about any situation. And it, it was like the X factor in him connecting at all levels. And, you know, um, she just said, that's it. That's what my, he had it with us as a family. He had it with friends. Uh, It's the most often thing I hear about my dad when I talk to people that served with him. Well, that's the real connective tissue. First of all, it says we're human. Second, it says we're goofy. Third, we fail. And, you know, we laugh at it. Well, I'll come back to my story of the. Well, I'm going to go back to you. Okay. Where it came from is when you gave your example, the presentation that people were making at Dell A's, I'm, I'm sure as the head of the Navy, he walked into many meetings and conversations where people were like shaking in their boots. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the quality yeah. of him putting people at ease. Uh, and as you say, light, lightening up and loosening up the system. And it's honest. And it's it honest. Shows, it shows like, oh, we can tell that truth. Before, but I'll go back to the thing about play. I stopped the group and said, I know that when I'm going to do an important presentation or whatever, I get pretty uptight and I have to do something very human, very weird to get me back into my own self and not floating up in my head saying, I'm going to get fired. (laughs) So I said, um, are you willing to give a half an hour to getting your juices flowing again? Because I said, you are high potential people. So quit, quit it. But anyhow, I said, I want you to, I always had a toy. What did I call it? I don't know. A box of goodies with me. Oh yeah. With, you know, glitter. And I like, I think kindergarten arts and crafts. Ponzi balls, crayons. Yes. Yeah. Always. always, uh, Oh, we got to come back to the use of, um, Nerf balls. But anyway, I said, I want you to make a hat of what your brain looks like right now. (laughs) And I'm going to give you only five minutes to do it because then you can't think so much. And then you just have to go and give it a name and you got to go introduce yourselves to one another. Five minutes, get ready, get set, go. I didn't let them think too much about it or even say no to it. And they were so scared they would have done anything. They were just, they had given themselves up to their fear. And the hats were so perfect and so wonderful and so naughty and so <laughs> perfect that we all ended up laughing, 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 laughing. And so then I said, well, notice how this loosened you up. I said, get to work quick before you tighten up again. So they finished. <laughs> and I said, now here's another thought. You could loosen up them. Give, let's give them a warm up. I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with animal sounds. Oh, like what sounds do, do animals make in different cultures? Like uh, the frog sound is very different in France. And, <laughs> you know, so, um, and, and we still remember the giraffe people. <laughs> Someone was given them, but what's the sound of a giraffe? And so Eric actually did big, long eyelashes going up and down. <laughs> And so we started the meeting with humor and it was a great presentation and a great outcome. So 
that is also the purpose of warm-ups. Hey, we're going to get your brain out of being too linear. We're going to connect as humans. We're going to create some fun because who wants to work without it? There must be some people that want to work without it, but I don't want to work with them. Boy, and I've never, I did a presentation with the engineers at a nuclear power plant and they went the craziest. <laughs> they went the craziest. All I needed was a little permission. And with the accounting section in another company, I said um, they were complaining about not being able to get their ideas heard. I said, I want you to act it out. I want somebody to be the idea. The rest of you, I don't care what, but when I come back in five minutes, I want to see what happens to an idea. Oh, I couldn't get them to stop. They were acting it out and beating up the idea of the person who was trying to call, crawl through the obstacle course. So it's always there. Yeah. That, when I, I gave those two examples because you go, oh, they're not going to be loose. So, so, so I'm uh, let me ask you this. So I know uh, of cultures in particular companies that I've worked with where it's a very kind of static uh, dry, mm -hmm. uh, just the facts kind of organization uh, where humor isn't not only in existence, it's, it seems to be uh, unacceptable. So yeah, and serious, you're dumb and funny. So if, if I'm listening to our, our conversation today and I'm one of those companies, is there anything that you could suggest that uh, will kind of soften the, the edges on a company? Ah. Hire new people. <laughs> <laughs> Clean house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, come up with funny ways to interview. Oh, we won't even share that. Maybe we already have shared how we used to interview when we were exhausted. Um, I think uh, like in a group setting or whatever, if you prepared, and it's really hard to prepare humor, but you could interview the leaders as the OD person and say, what's the funniest thing that ever has happened to you at work? Or that's too direct. Just what's kind of your most interesting experience you want to share? Just start soft. Or we did a lot of interviewing of top people in front of others to kind of get them seen as human. Yeah. So remember um, the, the director chairs? Uh, yes. You know, that, yeah, that even even to really orchestrate it to say, would you come with your favorite joke? Yeah. You know, or and and uh, also to tease. I teased um, Roger Hoyt. Uh, you know, he was our most strict retail command and control guy. Yeah. So I frequently let them tease me and then I tease them. So there was a camaraderie. A, I, I didn't feel, uh, I don't know. I think this is not good advice. Well, we'll say it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that um, sometimes the work I did was always pretty good and strong. But sometimes I had the CEO say, maybe you shouldn't be so funny. Maybe people don't take you seriously. And I thought, yeah, because they don't take me so seriously, we get good work done. It lowers resistance. It was a very odd, it was yeah. the person wanting me to assume the stature 
that my work deserved. Yeah. That made me laugh. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know that I used humor a lot because I thought it was funny. And I have just a basic commitment that we're all people. Yeah. It, what, what I'm taking away from our conversation is uh, not only uh, do you typically show up in a more authentic way, you know, yeah. some of the facades yeah. and yes. the professional. Yes. Oh, thank you. Rescue me. Yeah. Um, so not only does someone come across more genuine and real in a way they connect, but it, I think more importantly, it loosens up the, the creativity and mm -hmm. energy in a, in a room. Yeah. Um, so. And there's nothing better than a large group laughing at the same time oh my God. about something, which is why I was willing. Well, somebody once told me, you are absolutely brilliant. You are like the Lucille Ball of organizational <laughs> development. <laughs> and I said, thank you, because she was a really great businesswoman in heaven. So I said, I hope I have a great salary. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's funny. I remember this like it's yesterday. And uh, when I, I first came on uh, board with Food Lion, our tendency was to be a little bit, uh, you know, uh, I mean, playful, but in a meeting, it's all about performance. And uh, we had an overhead projector. Remember those ones where you put a, yeah. <laughs> a slide down and it projects on the screen? Yeah. And and our CEO was up talking and a person was there doing the projector. Well, for the life of the person, they couldn't get the projection to go on the screen. So he, he lifted up the whole projector and he was trying to position it <laughs> on the screen and everyone's dying. They're like literally thinking the CEO is going to blow his gourd. Yeah. <laughs> and then it went on and all of a sudden it was like a like a, a balloon burst where the whole room just exploded in laughter and the ceo said i'm glad you went first because i was about to do the same thing and it just changed the entire meeting <laughs> yeah well and i'm thinking of one where we were uh, working at food lion actually and we were talking about reconstruction, restarting yeah. anew, building anew. And so I had uh, carpenter aprons at the tables and had everybody draw on their carpenter apron. <laughs> Given that it's food lion, people drew a lot of food. And let's just say when you put on a carpenter's apron around your waist <laughs> with all kinds of food things on it, sometimes it's a little off color. <laughs> and that was a huge breakthrough moment and everybody was showing off their aprons it wasn't on purpose at all but it was obvious once they put, they put on the aprons, so. uh, i'll share one other this is ideas for leaders i i um i'll just use her first name we had a cfo her name was blythe and uh she would typically get up uh, at a quarterly meeting and talk about the financial results. It was her role where she'd go through the financial results. And she got to the podium at this particular meeting and she looked out into the crowd and she says, I got lipstick and I got mascara, but neither of those or anything are going to make these numbers look good. <laughs> and, you know, no one knew where she was going. 
uh, and everyone kind of knew that we had a bad quarter. I mean, bad yeah. like Hannaford's uh, yeah. criteria. Um, and uh, I mean, and and it really came from, from I mean, uh, an yeah. unexpected source for CEO, yeah. but it, it just lightened the room and kinda, everyone kind of took a breath. And also a loud truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, oh, we're, I don't we're, know, Bob. I think play and of course play matters. Yeah. And we can do more on that. You cannot, you've got to get your brain doing tangential thinking. Yes. Uh, to, yeah, you have to go horizontally. Your brain can't always be a, a, you know, a straight line. It's not good for the brain and it's not good for the business. So we'll come back to that. We will come back to that. So here's to humor. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be funny by not laughing. Like, here's to humor. <laughs> dead spot <laughs> all right hey people we're nuts but we do want to say we're good at what we did we want to help you if you want to do more bold outrageously high impact right on move the needle work amen amen see ya thank you for joining us on the bob and joyce podcast We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcasts. Until the next time. Be well and be safe.